what is your real estate investment plan, right? Your identity, I, your I, identity. I have, I have my, what's the investor identity as a whole? I'm a believer in owning assets, trying to figure out how to leverage assets, pull cash flow from the assets, and then what am I gonna do? Buy more assets, okay. rinse so, and repeat. Right. You're listening to The Azria Show. If you're looking for quality real estate investing information that you can trust, you've found it. Stay tuned and join the tens of thousands of members that have already benefited from Azria, your home for education, market information, support, and networking opportunities that will advance your real estate investing career. Hello, great state of Arizona. Hello, Azria family. This is Marcus Maloney with my co-host and executive director, Mike Del Preet. Hello, hello. And today we have Matt Battaglia with KFNX radio station here in Phoenix. And we're going to be kind of all over today. We want to talk about, you know, government policy a little bit. We want to talk about the economy here in Phoenix. We want to give you a broad spectrum on today. So with nothing else being said, how are you doing today, Matt? How are you? Appreciate you having me on, Marcus. Mike, good to see you again. Mike was nice enough to come on KFNX. I host a weekly business show called Business Roundtable. It's on Sunday nights. Mike was on just a few weeks ago. Hopefully you can put the link in in the show notes for today. Mike was talking, you guessed it, real estate, but real estate goes within the wider conversation about the economy, Phoenix Mm -hmm. as a whole. So give us a little backstory about KFNX because you guys have been around for a long time. What's your radio handle? on the dial that way people can come over and listen to you also but yeah kind of fill us in matt 1100 kfnx it's 1100 a.m on your radio dial in phoenix if you go to 1100 kfnx f like frank fnx.com you can catch us on streaming you can listen wherever you want we're pretty standard news talk. We run CBS radio, business reports. We do have a real estate show. We've mm-hmm. got we've got a variety of shows, especially on the weekend. But most of the time during the week, we are news talk. So you can get your news updates, but it's also politics. More of a conservative slant. So if it's not your thing, we may not be your radio station. We're also the Phoenix home of the University of Arizona. So okay. we run their football and their basketball oh, games. Wow. So certainly if if you are uh, Go Cats, if you're a Wildcats mm-hmm. fan, please tune in for that. We've been around for 23 years. The station has not been news talk that entire time. It, it started as soft music, but then we converted it to news talk. On the weekends, we have variety of shows, car care show, sports show, okay. political shows, religious shows. So the weekend is kind of a little bit for everybody. Okay. So, so yeah, one of the reasons we wanted, wanted you guys on the show, Marcus and I, like with the, with the Azria show, we want to serve real estate investors throughout the state of Arizona, real estate agents, investors, and anyone that, you know, provides a service to real estate investors. So an extension to that is, is your radio station, right? You guys have been a staple in Arizona for how long now? We've been a staple since 1997. Awesome. I haven't been here that long, okay. but the yeah. station's been around for 25 years. It's been political talk for 20. Yeah, you guys okay. have been giving it 
you know, straight news, all different types of radio stations, as you mentioned. So I thought that's very important is, you know, expose you guys to our membership and, you know, let them know what you do. So when, when did you jump into the, the radio business? 1999. Okay. So, and I started in the radio business. It's a little bit your small business. So I did a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. all, all hands on deck. I learned the production side. I learned the producing side. I then worked in the sales side and now I'm the general manager. Uh, And like any business, not that you don't have different people working in different aspects. It's not like I'm editing a show or something and I'm not doing the sales, but it certainly helps when you're running the business to understand what people's jobs are. Exactly, exactly. And then you run or you host a business show, correct? Yeah, that's just one hour a week on Sundays. Mike can attest, I Mm pre-record the show, typically at like like you guys, Mm -hmm. like at a lunchtime. That's Mm -hmm. my lunch, I I take my (laughs) lunch and I go record a show. I cover business topics. I try to interview people who are actually in the field. So whatever industry I'm interviewing, I've interviewed people like Mike in, in real estate. I've interviewed people who do stock investing. I've interviewed people who run tech companies. You're just trying to get a feel for how the business goes, what it's like within the industry. And mm-hmm. I love to talk about the trials and tribulations about it. Cause I, a pet peeve of mine is when I go on YouTube and I want to watch a talk on real estate mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah. And then some 20 year old kid pops up yeah. with an ad and it's like, Hey, you want to be the next big wholesaler on Amazon? I'll teach yeah. you a system in 17 minutes. You'll make a million dollars in month one. It's, you know, Absolutely. anybody who works in anything knows it takes work. Oh, yeah. And that's what I try to show within the show of the nuts and bolts, but also the fact that a lot of this stuff is universal. If you're a realtor these days, you have to know marketing. Absolutely. You're running a business. You got to know cash flow. You got to know marketing. Real estate's an investment business. It's a marketing mm-hmm. business. The appearance of the house. This is no different with multiple businesses. You start a tech company, your Tesla, it's not like they made the car look like crap. Right. The car's right. got to look yeah. good. That's marketing. So, okay. so I know one thing Marcus shared with me a long time because he has a podcast as well. Marcus said you wanted to, you wanted to learn things. You just reached out to the people you wanted to learn from and you interviewed Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yep. So, so, them. so you know, I know you talked to a lot of different businesses, you know, what, what have you learned? Like what, what's, what's one of your biggest takeaways you from all the business successful people you spoke to? I, I have learned so much. We could spend hours on I it, bet. but I'll go with a couple of just very quick lessons. First off, exactly what you just said, Marcus is doing. I've done the exact same thing. You want to get to know people, start a podcast, yeah. or you want to get to know people, start a networking organization. No matter what business you're doing, you need to know people. You need to know people in the business. You need to know people in and around the business. You need to know people who are veterans of the business. And then you Mm -hmm. also need to know people who are, you know, sort of work alongside the business. So if you're a realtor and you don't know a title person, then what are you doing within the industry? You you know what I mean? Or you don't know someone who who can look at the house or you don't know a good contractor, so on and so forth. And you have to know the... What you learn from the people within the industry, you have to get to know them because you're gonna glean little nuggets of information. That's one thing. The other thing I've learned is just the fact of the power of networking. When you do a podcast, 
Okay. When you when you teach a class, whatever the case may be, it forces you to get out and meet people. Mm -hmm. You can't spend all day on your phone. You have to know <laughs> yep. how to talk yep. to people. So the second lesson is communication skills. Because yep. all sales is, is communication. All management is, is communication. I also come of the viewpoint that everything sales and marketing. This it annoys is. the heck oh, out of 100%. my employees. Yep. Yeah, it yeah, is. it's all sales. You're either selling your employee on why they should do better at their job. You're selling the customer on why mm -hmm. they should buy from you. You're it's selling funny. your kids yeah. on why they need to go to bed. So yeah. I mean, it's all just <laughs> sales and marketing. And Marcus and I, we created a, a group here at Ezria called the Deal Finders Club. And that's what we, we teach. It's like, you gotta be in sales and marketing. If you want to get a deal, your friends, your family, everyone needs to know what you do. And when people start coming to you, you need to walk them down a process, right? So I would say the, the, the third lesson is know people in other industries. Mm. It's good to have, I call it, it's like your circle of advisors. Mm -hmm. Be friends with people that are like you trying to build a business network, whatever they're trying to do, but then you can learn from their war stories. They can learn from your war stories, but they're not within your industry. You don't want to be siloed. Right, where exactly. it's just like you guys are in real estate and who do you hang out with? I only hang out with realtors. Yep. Stupidest thing ever because <laughs> first off, these people in these other industries could wind up being your clients. clients yep. But mm -hmm. in the other thing, they might know somebody. You never know. Even though you'll meet somebody and you think, well, they have nothing to do with real estate. And then it turns out that they're an investor in tech companies and they happen to know a high-end mm -hmm. investor in real estate. It, you know, one thing that I, I don't even know where I heard it years ago if you, you know, when you're trying to figure things out within your business, the, this person said, the answer is always in another industry. Yeah. Because, well, you know, yeah, there's in a different lens, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, was, it stuck with me pretty good. Well, so, the, the thing is, too, and I apologize no, for cutting you off, but it, you want to know marketing, you'd think, oh, hey, I want to talk to a marketing person or whatever. You know what you could also do? You could look at how your iPhone's designed. You could look at the Apple website learn mm -hmm. color, learn all sorts of stuff. So when you're designing a real estate website, you can look at other sites that may have nothing to do with your industry, mm, true, but you can see true. the clean. Uh, this reason why I like Apple as an example, they're so clean in everything they do. Go to an Apple store. So you know, so if you're a business person, here's the fourth lesson. If you're a <laughs> he business- He said three, he's going, we're gonna start yeah, charging I, I, for I, this I, now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be at 11 <laughs> Keep it going. Here's the fourth lesson. Keep it going. A business person should pay attention to other businesses. So when you walk into a Starbucks, what's the experience? When you mm -hmm. walk into an Apple store, what's the experience? Because if you're a realtor and you're presenting a home, that's the front of the store. Yep. That's walking mm -hmm. into the store. So the grass has to look nice. The flowers mm -hmm. have to look nice. The, 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 where the address is has to look nice. The placement of the home. You know, I've, I, if you've ever bought a home, obviously you mm -hmm. guys know this part. I've, I've gone to homes where it's like they were showing their own home. Yeah. And it's like, they have no idea. They didn't use a realtor and they have mm -hmm. no idea what to do. Mm -hmm. They're home and they have no idea how to, right present and show a home. So, so one of the things that you're saying here, Matt, is as a business person, you should have an advisory council of some sort. So That's you should lesson have, three. Yeah. <laughs> you should have those relationships in other industries. So in, you know, the finance industry, insurance industry, you know, real estate industry, radio industry, where you can 
bring that advisory council together and you can talk to each one of those people and then come up with a conclusion on what you should do in your business. Well, even to take it a step further, it doesn't matter what business you're in. It doesn't matter if it's real estate, tech, you're in a radio business like me. None of that matters. You still have to know an attorney. Yep. Yeah. Everybody has to know a corporate attorney. Everybody has to have a good accountant. Everybody mm -hmm. has to have a good insurance person. Yep. Like th this stuff, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. Very and then, true. of course, if you're in real estate, you have to know a good real estate attorney. Mm -hmm. So you so if you're in real estate, you have to know two attorneys. You have to have a good corporate attorney and you have to have a good real estate attorney. And, and they really shouldn't be the same person because they, they may have different you know, techniques on it. And and again, if you're in real estate, because I've interviewed one of the top real estate CPAs out of California, that's very specific. You mm -hmm. better have an attorney or, or a, an accountant, accountant for sure. Yeah. Maybe a real estate attorney that that's debatable, depending on what type of deal you're doing. But definitely you need an accountant who understands real estate. Absolutely, because you could you lose thousands of dollars in tax write offs and benefits by not having a right, right accountant. So Very that true. was Mike and I, we talked a ton about tax write-offs, <laughs> that was a huge topic. Yeah. So tell us, Matt, so you're ingrained into business here in the state of Arizona. What are some of the things that you're seeing throughout the state or less, or Phoenix specific that is either hindering businesses coming to Arizona or driving businesses away? I know prior to the show, we were talking about education a little bit. Can you expound on that? So education, I would say, would be the top complaint I hear when I interview business owners and I say, what's the knock on Arizona? So in a minute, we can discuss positives. We could do hours on positives. Mm -hmm. Education is definitely the big negative. I have friends who have worked in education in New York. They get paid very well. I've known some people who have worked in education here. My wife, at one point, another lifetime worked in education. It pays very poorly. So you go into real estate, you want to make some money, you want to you want to run a business, you want to make some money, you want to make money, you don't go into you don't go into school. Okay. You, know, you don't go into education. Now, this has nothing to do with ASU or NAU. I'm not talking mm -hmm. about colleges right, right. here. They're fine. You know, okay. University of Arizona, you know, they, we've definitely got some good big colleges here. That's going to have appeal. Obviously, mm -hmm. if somebody's moving here and they're thinking about in-state universities, we've checked that box for sure. Okay. But I'm talking high school, middle school, elementary school. You have to pick carefully. I specifically moved to Tempe because it had some of the better schools within the valley. Okay. There are other places. There's certainly Scottsdale, parts of Phoenix. There are places that have very good schools. But we all know when a family's looking for a house, they're going to be thinking about schooling. But overall, Arizona is something like 48th in the country. Okay. when it comes to education and it's and it's big time it's a funding issue so how so how does that hinder business and the economy here in phoenix because you you kind of think about it and i'm trying to trying to break it down a layman's term so you think about it you think about business you think about education as two separate industries but as a business looking to come into arizona how does education really play that major role and why business should come or shouldn't come because people don't come by themselves. Okay, perfect. Okay, so when you want to move, as an example, Intel has a big facility in Phoenix where they, they, they do some of their R&D and they make microchips. They are expanding 
that facility and they are spending billions of dollars. So their headquarters are in California, but one of their second largest divisions is here in Arizona. Intel, they want to get somebody to move here. They want to get R&D guys. They want to get sales guys. They want different people to move here. They don't come alone. They come with their partner. We typically call that partner a wife. Mm -hmm. Not for nothing. She's got a big say in what's going on. And then if you have kids, so you're thinking about your wife, your kids, you're thinking about nice neighborhoods. Where's my house going to be? Then then the next thing you're going to think about is taxes. You're going to think about schools. So the thing is, if you're the governor of Arizona, you're trying to attract business. You want to move sports teams here. You want to get big mm-hmm. golf events. You want to get big things. He'd love to have, you know, a golf shop and a and a laundromat and a flower shop, but that doesn't move the right, needle right. of the state. What moves the needle of the state is big, big type of items, companies like Intel, big businesses yeah. here, which attract other business. Mm-hmm. If you get Intel to move here or some other business to move here and they hire a thousand people, now you need another laundromat. Now right. you need yeah. another floral shop. Now you need to increase your school. So, it, so it's a domino effect. Now you build more houses. Then mm-hmm. it's where do the houses go? Well, all of a sudden now we're at one point when I moved here 20 years ago, there was nothing going on. There was no 101 around the city now go to peoria go to sun city go i mean go to litchfield park they have built out they're building Mm -hmm. out they're building out they're building out and and so you're going to have more and more communities these big businesses drive that okay so it's really great answer yeah excellent you know having those fortune 500 companies because those employees are looking for school districts and education for their kids. So great, great. Marcus, Marcus you were saying something before the show. I don't know if you could touch on this, the the net migration. Or I know at some point it was just like a, tons of people, 100, 200 people a day were coming to Phoenix. Did that slow down at all? Or if it did only slightly, we, we are still one of the fastest growing states. I'm originally from the Northeast. For the first time in history, like the Northeast has had a, it's like a net loss Mm -hmm. where people are moving. Mm -hmm. Now in the Northeast, they're typically usually moving to like Tennessee or Florida, Florida, not coming here. But we've had that mass exodus from the Midwest to here. So yeah, we're still Mm -hmm. growing. Texas is still growing. Utah is growing. Colorado is growing. For the first time in history in 50 years or something or longer, California has actually been losing mm-hmm. population mm-hmm. and they're coming here and they're coming to Texas and other places. Now, of course, some of that has to do with government policy. Mm-hmm. Some of that has to do with taxes for sure, but also there's opportunity because company, it, it creates a momentum. Yeah. When companies are moving here, then there's more homes being built, more homes being built, then there's a movie theater, then there's right. this, then there's that. So you, so you have to stay competitive with the other states. I I brought up education because we're so competitive in so many other areas, affordable housing, low taxes, reasonable regulations, but education is the part that we need to catch up on. Fortunately though, people are still moving here so you know and we also have huge hospitality, fiesta bowl, you got to have those events too. what, What people don't realize is like my wife's not a football fan, but she knows what the Fiesta Bowl is. Right. You know, so right. when you have things like that, when you have the Phoenix Suns in the finals, mm-hmm. the golf tournaments, when you have that type of stuff that attracts attention here, 
and anybody, doesn't matter radio industry, we talk about Phoenix, why you want to advertise here, real estate, if you're selling a house to somebody, hey, and we got the Suns, and we got this, and we got the- Super Bowl coming. Yeah, Super yeah. Bowl, you know, so I mean, it just, you know, look, think about it. If we were selling in Boise, I've never been to Boise, Idaho, mm -hmm. I'm sure it's a lovely city. Mm -hmm. What is it known for, you know? I don't even know if the team with potato, the blue field. Yeah, 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 yeah and, the and the team with the. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't even know if it's the blue field in Boise or <laughs> there in another place. Like, I don't even know. So, that, so my point being is like, they don't get the Fiesta Ball. So, mm -hmm. so when we're in Arizona, like, you wake up every morning, opportunity is everywhere. So, so we check the box. Uh, location, location, location. Yes. Yep. All right. Yes. Good news. Did you ever see the Cheers <laughs> where they talk about location, location, location? Mm -hmm. Where he goes, Woody, there's three things to remember in real estate. Location, location, location. But what are the other two? I just told you. <laughs> no, you didn't. And it's like a running, back and forth So regulation, let's, let's kind of just touch on that. We talk about Arizona compared to California. High regulation over in California lower regulation here. Is that a big driver for the economy here, having low regulation? Definitely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. The We are very business friendly. I think that's an overall attitude across the board, but it's certainly the attitude with the governor, the Arizona Chamber of Commerce, the Arizona Tech Council, the Greater Phoenix Chamber of Commerce, there's an economic council. So you, th that's the whole, when people think like, well, what's the point of the Phoenix Chamber of Commerce? You, know, you think it's like a bunch of people getting together and they're handing out cards. No, <laughs> the point of the Phoenix Chamber of Commerce is they're basically, even though they're a private organization, they're somewhat a representative and an arm of the state of Arizona. Arizona, right. and they're here trying to build business, promote business, and that just helps whatever. It doesn't matter whether you're a dentist, a real right. estate person, or own a radio station, we all benefit from mm -hmm. that type of stuff. So not that you have to go join every chamber, but it's good to join yeah. some of these yeah. organizations, like your, if you're in real estate, your organization, because mm -hmm. it's just, again, you're helping sort of the community. And I would hope if you're in an industry, you want to help. Right. said industry right. you know love it and it gives a voice like you said the chamber yes. of commerce it gives yes. a voice to the people to politicians to let them know exactly what we need what we're looking for and what we would like to have you know so and i know like the chamber of commerce like you said is all about bringing business to whatever city state or area that that chamber is representing so, so what about another big topic? I don't know if you jumped into this water since you're drinking it. Yeah, water, water <laughs> is probably a little over my skis. Okay. But, but what I what I would say about that is I think politically that's mm -hmm. a topic that's going to be huge. Yeah, it's starting and, to be. And, and the thing is, it, has a, been. It, it well, that is a tricky one. Yeah. And, I, and it's one that I'm following, but I admit I don't know much about yep. it. But what's crazy about that topic is not only are we short water, but we're we're next to New Mexico and California and these other states where we have to share right. water reservoirs. So now it gets into a whole thing of like that's like politics on top of environmental issues on top, mm -hmm. you know, that's like that's a dicey topic. And that potentially could be an issue for people moving here. Thank God it hasn't. Yeah. But it but it certainly could be. And then it will raise the point of you know, do we have to look at 
I know they're currently, they're looking at like, what do they do in the Middle East? Mm -hmm. So desalinization and other things, like what are they doing to have water or recycle water? Or are you going to see as many lawns in Arizona? You know, just kind of these types of things, you know, that, that, I don't know, that's not going to help the golfing community, but I think, (laughs) but I think that's going to be an issue. And and I think it's going to be an issue we're going to commonly hear about i think you guys will be in front of that so we'll, we'll keep yes listening. yes yeah. that will de- yeah de- yeah tune in 1100 kfnx <laughs> and we'll be discussing water <laughs> all right well let's take a brief break hear a word from our sponsors and we will be right back with matt from kfnx are your real estate dreams on hold with work kids everything else going on time is limited most days you feel like the world's on your shoulders You might even say to yourself, if I just had someone to lean on and push me in the right direction, I know things would happen quicker. Well, then you need to check out the Deal Finders Club, a community of investors eager to close more deals, sign more contracts, and just get ahead in life. The DFC provides weekly coaching, thriving online community, and all the education you need to be confident. DFC is your fastest path to closing more deals. To learn more, head over to azdfc.com. That's azdfc.com. DFC.com. All right, welcome back. We are back with Matt Battaglia from KFNX. And Matt, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, hey, what's the always the dichotomy? Stocks versus real estate. Where are you at on that spectrum? Are you a stock guy, real estate guy, or are you a hybrid of both? What's the benefits of each? For for the I'm a stock guy. For sure. That's where I fall. I have owned real estate. I plan on owning real estate again in the future. I currently own what's called REITs, Real Estate Investment Mm -hmm. Trust. I own two different ones. One's called IIPR. They are a cannabis real estate REIT. And the other one I own is called American Tower. They own the cell towers. So like when you see, when you drive by and you think it's a tree, but it's really a fake cell, that's the business that that they're in. So to answer your question further, and I could spend hours on this, I am a believer in assets. I'm not necessarily, Hmm. I am not stuck on stocks. I am not stuck on real estate. I'm a believer in assets. What can an asset be? An asset is anything that can appreciate in value and anything potentially that you can take cash flow off of. So you own, I mean, look, if we all own the Mona Lisa, we wouldn't have to sell real estate. You know what I mean? We wouldn't have to buy another (laughs) stock. We own, what's your plan? I own the Mona Lisa. Well, I guess we're done now. We're good. good. That's an asset. If you own Google, Google is a digital business. That is an asset. It appreciates in value. It also happens to be a stock, but the point is that it's an asset. You can have digital assets. You could own real estate. You could own a business. You could own stocks. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a crypto guy, but I guess mm-hmm. you could own crypto. I can't talk right, with any right. type of education on that. But the point is, these are all examples of assets. I personally put my money in businesses mainly, but I've also put money in real estate. I've put money in stocks and I've also put money in life insurance. Okay. So those are the actual things I put money in, but I, I'm more of a believer in just understanding assets, understanding how they appreciate, understanding markets, you know, when sometimes real estate's in vogue, Mm -hmm. you got to know interest rates, you got to know what you're doing. Sometimes it's good to buy. uh, Same with stocks. When interest rates are low, stocks are good to buy. Interest rates are high right now, stocks suck. So you have to understand that, you know, so if you're you're just on the 
train of, oh, I think I'll just buy this stock and hang out. Okay, you you said mm-hmm. it to me. What is your real estate investment plan, right? Your identity, I, your investor I, identity. I have, I have my, what's the investor identity as a whole? I'm a believer in owning assets, trying to figure out how to leverage assets, pull cash flow from the assets, and then what am I going to do? Buy more assets, okay. rinse so, and repeat. Right. So this goes... We could reference Matt's tips for success number. Yeah, number five. <laughs> number buy, five. Buy assets. <laughs> or number four, pay attention to other businesses, right? Yes, yeah. pay attention to other businesses so you can know. And- you, look, the, that gets into a whole other conversation about what are some financial basics you need to understand. You need to understand markets. And what I mean by markets is, are we in an up market or a down market? If interest rates are high, real estate is going to go. If we're not in a down market now, we're headed there. Okay. Stocks, we're already in a down market. We've been in a down market for six or eight months. So you have to understand markets. So when you're working in an industry and in real estate, you know, we talked about this too. You got to be a long-term investor. Mm-hmm. If you get in real estate now, this is not the best time to get in real estate. But when interest rates go down in the next year or two, real estate might be going mm-hmm. through the roof. True. So, you know, and, and there also might be distressed properties mm-hmm. or bankruptcy sales or other stuff right. that happen in the next year. And there may be some massive deals because obviously you make money typically when everything is just looking no. horrible. Yeah. You yeah. make money. If you're buying stocks right now, it looks terrible. They may even go down further. But if you hold them, you may wind up, you know, with some 50% upturn in the next few years. So, so Matt, I want to make one correction or interject one thing on something that you said. Here at Azria, it's always a good time to buy real estate <laughs> if you buy it correctly. Yes, so yes. you just got to be creative. You got to make sure that you evaluate the deal the sure. correct way. So, Again, so stock versus real estate. One of the things that you said that I that I really wanted to look at just briefly. So when you're buying stocks, are you investing in the business, the product, or the leadership? So when you go to buy a stock, are you evaluating? I say it? they're all the same. All three. Yep. See, so so I think, you know, location, location, location. To me, it's all the same. Who's the who's the one running the business? Mm-hmm. Look at the Arizona Cardinals, okay? Do they have a good coach? They not have a good coach? I'd say the jury's still out, okay? Because when he was coaching, I'm I'm giving an example that's off the range, but if you watch the Cardinal game this past weekend, they were getting pounded by the Raiders for three quarters when they were trying to follow script. Mm -hmm. Then when they just said, hey, Kyler, Kyler, save the day. Here's your cape, (laughs) go save the day. And all of a sudden they came roaring back. So, the, so it raises the question, is he doing a good job coaching Kyler Murray? I'm not a football guy. I love football, but I don't know the uh-huh. answer to that question. My point being is that leadership always matters. It's yep. leadership. It's the product. It's the industry. You and I, the three of us could go start a business. We could be the greatest business people ever. If we open a blockbuster and we rent videotapes, how well is the business going to go? <laughs> Not well at so all. So the leadership could be great, but we could have the worst product ever. Right. We're going down. So when I'm looking at a stock, I'm looking at leadership for sure. I'm definitely looking at the product and I'm looking for what are the trends are. I try to buy stocks of companies where the trend is going up. But then you also look at just the basic metrics and it's no different than real estate. What's the debt ratio? Is there a lot of debt on the company? Are they growing in sales? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, do you want to buy a house next to the I-17? 
I got this wonderful house for you. It's I, you have a beautiful view of the I seventeen. Right. I mean, is that is that popping, or would you like to be in Paradise Valley? Around Peoria might be tough. Yeah. Yeah. So so um so the thing is, I I think you always have to look wide with everything you're doing, business, business assets, all of that stuff. You have to look wide and take in your investment strategy, what are the factors involved in it? When I look at assets, the reason why real estate is so great is first off, it's physical. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you don't have to convince people that there's a house there. Right, right. You know what I mean? When we're selling radio advertising, we're selling air. You have to paint a picture. It's a completely different a sale. sale. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to you have to paint. Now, granted, they know what radio is. They can come in and see the studio. But the thing is, when you're selling real estate, it's like, here's the building. Right, right. Like, there's no question that there's yeah. a building yeah. there. They're going to believe their eyes. Yeah. So, so you have to take into account what you're selling, how you're selling it. But what's great about real estate is it's an asset. You can rent it. You can get cash off of it. You can borrow against it. You can use it as collateral. You can refinance in it. Yep. You can put people in it. You can work in it and rent it back to yourself. You can get tax write-offs. You can flip it with a 1031, not pay taxes, and buy a bigger piece of real estate. You can use it as collateral to buy the next piece of real estate. So real estate, in my mind, I don't know if this is 5A to the lesson of assets, (laughs) but you have to understand, at least I believe, you have to understand offensive and defensive assets. Stocks typically are offensive assets. You buy them, you buy them at $100, and you hope that they're going to go to $120. You're looking for them to appreciate. Mm -hmm. So if it goes to $120, you sell it. What's the problem with the stock market? It's not like a bell goes right. off. It's you at 120 yeah. and you got to sell it. It could go into a turn and you could say, oh, I should have sold it in March because in April now it's 115. That's the problem with stocks. But real estate, not only is it appreciating, there are people who buy real estate. They don't even care if it appreciates because yeah, they want to get the tax write off. They want to put people in. They're all mm-hmm. about cash flowing. So yeah. real estate is both an offensive it can appreciate, it usually does appreciate, but it's also a defensive asset. You physically have the asset. You can do leverage, any asset, options. It's a whole nother conversation okay. we have time in today. But in the stock world, if you understand options, the fact that you can buy an option contract and then you can make money off of it, it's like real estate. When you have the benefit of leverage, now the asset Yep. can go up i'm doing an up motion for the people <laughs> so so that's an it's it's both an offensive and a defensive asset businesses are offensive and defensive you can make money you can cash flow you can have tax, tax write-offs. write-offs you can mm-hmm. borrow for or against it it's got lots so of different mm-hmm. stuff so so for for people that may be newer to stocks or real estate i remember you know, I had some money a while back. And my speaking of Intel, my uncle was like, "Hey, buy some Intel." And I'm like, "Well, what am I gonna get rich?" You know, so he's like, <laughs> he's like, "It's like you just gotta buy it and forget about it." Right. Don't even ever think about it. And I was like, "Whoa, buddy, well, I don't <laughs> yeah. want to not think about yeah. my money." <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's hard for me to grasp that being newer yeah. at the time. Yeah. There, there's so the thing with stocks is you have to be very long term. You have right. to be willing to keep saving. You have to keep willing to keep putting money into it. You know, maybe you're buying the index and over time, the stock market's going to go up. 
Why is the stock market going to go up over time? Because the bad stocks go out of business and the good stocks stay in mm -hmm. business and they go up. That was a very half-assed basic explanation mm -hmm. of the stock market. But over the history of time, it, does, it goes up because it's basically more about a group of who's winning and, mm -hmm. and the other people are falling off. I am not comfortable like you being a passive investor. Mm -hmm. I like to know what stocks I'm investing in and I like to be watching them. That just comes with my mentality of owning a business. So okay. I'm not a believer. This passive investing stuff is not really for me. And I'm also not a huge believer in it and conversation for another day. But 401ks, some of this other stuff that people put money in, they kind of go up yep. and down. They're yep. not as great as it's always advertised. I'd rather have some passive investing, but mostly I'd rather be active. Well, and that's because what you just said, a lot of those 401ks, they do have some blue chip, but then they do have some more startup companies. So the blue chips are going to stay steady, but those startups are going to go up and down. So your money is never really, you know, mm -hmm. increasing. It's kind of staying flat. Well, here's the catch with the stock market. It's like you can't passively do real estate. You're involved in the deal. You got to see the house. You got to know what's going on within the market. Stocks is difficult. We take it, we take it for granted because it's like, oh, I'll just buy the index and everything will be fine. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, if you if if it's 2008, everything's not fine. Right. So it's like that did that plan yeah. sucked. But with stocks, the thing is, if you're gonna take the time and you're into it and you can follow it, then you pick the individual stocks. Okay. If you're not then it's a decent passive place. Just put the money in the index and yes, mm -hmm. wait for it over time. But the analogy is, do you want to buy every house on the block or do you want to buy the one or two right, good ones? Right. I'm a believer in the one or two, two good, good ones. ones. Cool. Okay. That's, that's kind of my attitude. But the, but the deferral advice is if you're not into stocks, buy the index, don't get over. Okay. So my next question is you, you referenced something in that, in that prior talk, you said something about stocks has been down for the past six months. So with that being said, are we truly looking at a recession on the horizon, just in your perspective, or what are you seeing? From my perspective, a hundred percent, I think we're in a recession. I just don't think anybody wants to admit it because they're afraid to say we're in a recession. When you're a business person and you look in things in terms of investment, opportunity, markets, assets, when you think in those terms, this is just another time in the cycle. Right. Yeah. And so when you look at the cycle, especially real estate, your eyes should be wide open right now. Mm -hmm. When is the market going to dip? Where are the opportunities to buy within said dip market? So you're not thinking in recession is just part of life. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You Absolutely. get sick sometimes. It's just part of life. But in my opinion, yes, I think we're in a recession. I just don't think anybody wants to admit to it. You're you're going to see people, even though jobs are pretty good right now, and I don't think the job market's like going to tank or anything, right, right. but it is going to go down a little bit because unfortunately some people are probably going to be laid off. Right now, they're reporting earnings on the stocks and on the big businesses, and they're down. So, so, so a couple of things on that, and if you can clarify, I've heard that in recessions, that doesn't always mean it's going to hurt real estate. No, of course and, not. And also, they, I, I think history shows that interest rates actually go back down in a recession. So what do you feel about those two? Well, right now, we're in a very weird time, mm, and it very. hasn't been like this for 40 <laughs> years. 
This is the highest we've seen inflation in 40 years. So unfortunately, because inflation's high and they are raising interest rates on purpose so they can lower demand and actually hurt the economy and maybe even purposely put us in a recession, they're doing it for the greater good of the long term. Post-COVID, we had mass inflation on the rise. There was a lot of money. People weren't working. Governments writing checks to people, understandably. We had to get through COVID, right. once-in-a-generation type issue. Mm-hmm. But now you're paying the bill. Mm-hmm. And paying the bill means we'll probably be in a recession next year. What does that mean for real estate? Hard to say because there's not enough supply right now, which yeah. means demand may stay high in real estate because they're not building houses rent is not going to go down rent is going to stay at a pretty high level but that is somewhat inflationary so we're in a very weird time mm-hmm. basically you gotta you gotta ride it out i don't think the rest of this year is going to be pretty i don't think next year is going to be pretty or at least the first six months of next year it may take a while for the stock market to recover and until they're building new housing and i know they're doing it sparingly now that's going to change We know that's Mm going to change. I mean, I've Mm -hmm. been in Phoenix for 20 years. I remember like 10 years ago for like from like 2004, 2003 to like 2011, they were building houses every five minutes. And obviously that's probably going to come back. But right now, construction people, developers, they don't want to take the loans because the interest rate is up. Right. Okay. A lot there. So, you know, where any any advice to for someone going through? new to going through a recession for the first time or whatever it is, what are some things they can do? Get that group of advisors, join ASRIA, Mm -hmm. come to the meetings, find the guy with the silver hair, talk (laughs) to the people who have been doing this Mm -hmm. and asking them, because the thing is, do I know exactly what you do within real estate? No, I'm not a real estate person, but I know enough to find out. I knew about your organization years before mm-hmm. we met because I pay attention. I When I said I want to do shows on real estate, I made a bunch of notes. I talked to people. Your organization got mentioned. Other organizations got mentioned. I learned about this stuff. I learned about the Urban Land Institute and they're, they're a development type of yep. organization and stuff. So okay. I learned about these things. That's what, so if, if you're in the industry, and you want to get into real estate and this is a tough time and you're kind of barely treading water my advice is while the market's tough and it's tough to find deals that's the time then to learn okay. you know because you because when it's good you're probably going to be right. active, active. Yeah. and you're going to be exactly. working and you're going to be hustling and you're not going to have time to learn so what do you do now pick up a book go to asria mm-hmm. go to the urban land institute interview real estate people learn yeah. from learn from people about because it's like you're in an industry if you're in an industry for one year if you got into real estate you know a few years ago when the market's going like this everything looks wonderful yeah Yeah, it's all you know that's exactly right and so so like stocks have been good for the last five years if you were in stocks a couple of years ago and it's just going like that that's all you know Mm -hmm. you need to you know you need to go through up and down markets you got to go through like one or two cycles and it takes 10 years and Mm -hmm. then you really know an industry Love it. Well, guys, if you want more information that Matt has given us, because this is all valuable information, you need to go to KFNX 1100 on your AM dial. That is KFNX uh, on your 1100 AM dial. And Matt, man. What time is your business show? What time should so it's we? So the business roundtable. You can tune in 7 p.m. on Sunday nights on 1100 KFNX. 
It's 1100kfnx.com, or you can just search the Business Roundtable with Matt Battaglia. You can just plug it right into Google. You can listen to the podcast through Libsyn, and you can hear all the past podcasts. I am, even though I love radio, I have understood the fact that it's not all appointment listening. Mm-hmm. They can't all catch my show. I probably have more listeners to the podcast than I do to the actual radio right. show on a weekly basis. But we do have a section. We talk real estate. It's not going to answer all your questions, but you, you have to part experience it and you mm-hmm. got to part get your education. All right, guys, you have it there. Thank you, Matt. We really appreciate it. You guys know what to do. Get out there, take massive action, and go to 1100 on your AM dial to listen to Matt at KFNX. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Ezria Show with your hosts, Marcus Maloney and Mike Delpreet. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you found this information valuable, head over to azria.org and learn more about our community.